0: I regret to inform you (laughs) that Hunter Biden is not the only Biden that likes naked selfies. There's all kinds of intelligence analysis right now that's saying we are going to have terror attacks on our soil in waves over the next 14 months. You guys, it's
1: Tuesday. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Um, so you should go to our website checksandarray.com and scroll down and then you can see subscribe to our newsletter and you can subscribe there to our newsletter and get happy news from us or you know not so happy news but it's news nonetheless from us which is great <laughs> and you should do that you should sub- you should subscribe that's hard to say this You've always long had long a that.
0: you've you've always had a tough time
1: with that word with the should subscribe with subscribe subscribe mm-hmm. yeah, I mean it's I, not an easy word I need a speech therapist <laughs> for that word if anybody out there wants to help me with that but yes you should subscribe to our newsletter and you can do that at chicks on the Good
0: morning. You everybody. can, you, ha- you mm-hmm. can indeed. Good, good morning, everybody. Happy, 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 happy Tuesday. Quick mm-hmm. reminder, there will be no show tomorrow. There will True. be a show on Thursday and Friday as normal, just not right. tomorrow. Um, so don't freak out. Don't send us emails. Don't be like, Oh my God. Just remember that we said there will not be a show tomorrow and that's no a show tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> um okay yeah if somebody mentioned my backwards hat I tried to wear it forwards this morning and there was a huge shadow like where I got super their lighting in here is just not good and so there was a giant shadow that's that's why so hopefully that doesn't bother she's gonna me. flash a gang sign here in a second <laughs> <laughs> if I knew one I totally would Yeah, right. <laughs> is there uh-huh. like uh, yeah I was gonna flash something inappropriate I won't do that Okay, um, if you have not had a chance, I know Daisy's very, very anxious to watch Ben Shapiro's latest mm-hmm. show on the whole Israel-Hamas conflict. It is a must-watch, and so if you have not watched it yet, please do that. Um, it's on Twitter. That's where I saw it, so you do not I don't think you need a Daily Wire subscription. I thought, yeah. I went to our Daily
1: Wire subscription, and I forgot, like, one character in our <laughs> password. Don't <laughs> oh. And I watched there's he has like a preamble to it and he just and I wanted to watch the rest. And I was sitting at swim practice last night and I I didn't get a chance to watch the rest of it. But man, if there's one person you want to watch for all of this, it's
0: it's 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 really, really tough to watch because Mm -hmm. unlike us yesterday. I mean, yesterday we were like, we're not showing the things, you know what I mean? It's just too much. And he shows Um, the things. He shows the things. And Mm -hmm. it. It's brutal, man. It is really, really brutal. Um, But it's well worth your time to watch it. I think it's like an hour and 15 minutes. So yeah, that you see that. Um, Also, today, if you are really, really, really looking for something exciting to do around 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, the president of the United States plans to address the nation. He has been appropriately watered and puddinged, and he's ready to go. He's ready Mm -hmm. to say to the world something. I don't know what, I don't know if it's a presser. I just know that he's planning to address the nation. At There's one. no way he's going to do a presser. I mean, I just can't see that happening. And then
1: he'll immediately call a
0: lid on the day. <laughs> you know, people are trying to excuse the fact that he called a lid saying, well, I would much rather have the commander in chief not out in the open and really working with all of his advisors oh, to strategize. And that's, fine. that's what I want out of my president. And I'm like, he's hiding you idiots. This is not, he's not strategizing. He's napping. He barbecued all weekend. Right, exactly. And then he he hid. Yeah. Guys, a disgrace. And it just Mm -hmm. was not going to fly for another whole day. I think finally somebody with at least some semblance of reason on his team was like, you know what? You're the president of the United States and probably should get out in front of this. Yeah. And so now he finally will be. So that's happening today. Other updates about this horrible war is that Hamas has announced that they're going to start doing on on live TV executions of the hostages that they have. And they're saying that will um, begin if there is if there's no immediate end to the violence. And so now it's like they're acting like, why is there all this violence? Really? Really? Yeah. So we know that there are 11 dead Americans at this point. That's the last count that I heard. And probably that number is going to get much, much higher. And they're talking about possibly 160 hostages. I don't know the extent or the percentage of those that are American, but it's horrific. And the fact that they are, that they're openly saying, I mean, this should, I don't know why anybody is, there there should be no, there's not a two sides here. You know what I mean? No, it's either, it's either normal people. Or terror Or, cra- or Those, crazy terrorists. Yeah. Right. And lunatics. so I don't know how anybody is like, yay, right. celebrate. This is But awesome. there are. There are. I know, I
1: there, know. there are people Discuss that are them. on the side of lunatics and they
0: live amongst us. It's yeah. just vile. I mean, they've they have mm-hmm. one of their hostages is an 85 year old Holocaust survivor. Some woman who like is without her medication and is I, I don't even want to think about what's happening to her. I just can't. I can't even do it. Um, And then meanwhile, Saudi Arabia has announced that they are ending all negotiations that were in progress to normalize relations with Israel. So that's a huge, huge. That's just bad. I mean, that's just not a good thing. And so that's another um, end result of what's happening here. Uh, The State Department really botched this from the get go. So they actually put out the State Department, put out two tweets saying, really, you know, Israel needs to de-escalate the situation. And oh my we just re- there needs to be a ceasefire and de-escalate, de-escalate. And they got so smoked on Twitter about that. Yes, that they they deleted have. those tweets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they should have gotten smoked. How too. embarrassing, you know, right. uh-huh. how embarrassing. My God. Um, and then also Rashida Tlaib. I don't know if you guys saw the pictures. She has a Palestinian flag right outside her office next to the door. And then there is her state flag, the American flag, and also the LGBTQ plus whatever a pride, flag. A pride flag, yeah. It's, who's going to tell her? I mean, I, I saw who's that and gonna, gonna, like, I was like, do you,
1: you even know? She doesn't. She doesn't. Oh, like, my I, God. Or
0: she does
1: and she just, like, doesn't care. But who's going to tell her? They, they throw them off buildings.
2: Yeah, it's, D- not, it's, allowed. it's not allowed. It's
1: not allowed. Yeah. I mean, I, these people are so freaking stupid. My God. I swear it's like these are the same people that supported, you know, BLM, BLM right. supports the Palestine movement, who supports throwing gay people off buildings.
0: So and it's they like never, they never like close that circle. No, <laughs> they don't. And then they they happily put
1: that crap around their face on Facebook. And they're like, look at me, virtue signaling, clutching my pearls. I live in the suburbs. Look at me. I'm a white suburban mom. I'm so cool. <laughs> I mean, these are the same people that did that. And you're like, oh, my God, I can't like they don't get it. They don't get and they're going to continue to vote for Democrats, too.
0: Yeah, we'll never. Idiots. Um, And actually, before we get to videos, because we do have some it might be a little bit of a shorter show today, only because I'm kind of in a hurry to get to some appointments. And um, I just like we're it'll be a little bit shorter. It Won't be too much shorter, but possibly a little bit. So we do want to mention our friends at. Jen, sell. There are only a few days left. I don't even know how many at this point because I lost count. I know last t- last week when we were talking about this, there were 10 days left to take advantage of the most popular package sale that includes the dark spot corrector, which is amazing for age spots, liver spots, sun spots, whatever spots, All you might spots. have. <laughs> All the spots. All the spots. That is probably going to be cycled out of the most popular package. So if that's something, that's a product that's important to you, make sure you take advantage of that sale right now. You can save 70% off of GenuCell's most popular package at GenuCell.com slash chicks. And I have uh, Kimberly from Youngstown, Ohio. There, she wrote in uh, to GenuCell and said, my appearance has improved so much since using GenuCell on my face, love all my GenuCell products, and my skin looks younger. I love that.
1: And there's a guarantee.
0: You're going to hear is- from other people that your skin looks younger, or you can get your money back. That's
1: my favorite. This the XV. Can you I see know. it? I don't even know if it's like zoning in, but that's the XB is my favorite. Yeah.
0: God. So uh, mm-hmm. it's just so. Buttery. Buttery. It's but buttery. like without, you know, obviously it's mm-hmm. not greasy. It's, it's like, just this. Oh God, your skin just drinks that stuff up. So check it out. GenuCell.com slash. Ari Fleischer was on with Laura Ingram and had some very not particularly nice things to say about how President Biden is managing this crisis. Here he is. Oh,
3: what about this? I mean, again, Biden's attack on Trump, a uh, surrogate's attack on Trump, because he didn't say much during the campaign, was that things had gotten chaotic. The world was a more dangerous place under Donald Trump. How's that working out?
4: Boy, was the world a safer place under Donald Trump. Look, you, you, you know, what we have to recognize as Americans and around the world is we're dealing with the heirs to the attack of September 11th. There is no difference between Hamas and Al Qaeda. We're dealing with the heirs to ISIS, the butchers who behead people. Burn people alive. This is what we're dealing with with Hamas. This is why they attacked Israel. There is no justice in anything that Hamas does or stands for or seeks. They want the destruction of the only democratic state in the region, the only Jewish state on the globe. They want it destroyed. And that's the ideology we're dealing with. And there's only one way to deal with it. And that's through force. The United States has to be strong, which we're not. The United States helped make this happen by giving Iran the money we gave Iran, by giving Iran the sanctions relief we gave Iran. And that is Joe Biden who did that. Donald Trump didn't do that. A tweet by Donald Trump didn't do that. Joe Biden did it by design. And now Joe Biden needs to block that six billion. He needs to unfreeze it or refreeze it. He let it go. They didn't send it. They said, why would they send it now?
0: And why don't they do that? That that is a great question, actually, because everybody's talking about the six billion and whether it's been spent, whether it's not been spent, whether it's fungible, whether it's not just refreeze it. Like, why would we not do that right now? It's a
1: really, really great point. He could have done that immediately.
0: It it makes no sense why that Mm -hmm. would be allowed to still just be sitting in there in their little account ready for, you know, ready for them to pull out. Yeah, I mean, it should have
1: never it should have never been done in the first place. But it's like that whole piece through strength thing. Yeah. Showing strength at all. Which yeah. she never does. But yeah, I mean, I guess it's just something that we would never expect from Joe Biden. It's something yeah. that we would absolutely expect from a Trump or from anybody else on the Republican stage, for that matter. Anybody on the yeah. Republican stage would have done that. But we just I mean, you look at Joe Biden, you're like, oh, he'd never do that because he's weak
0: and pathetic, so weak, oh, and my total God. disgrace. It's just terrifying how yeah. that he's been wrong on literally Everything. every foreign policy issue ever. And so the fact that he's the one that's top dog right now in the midst of all this is really, really scary. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so now um, the CEO of the ADL, who is not always somebody that I agree with, but he he's been making the rounds because he's very, very upset by two things that he should be upset about. One, that story that we told everybody yesterday about the 31 Harvard student groups who came out to release a statement, basically saying this is, this of course Palestine uh, of course this happened they had no choice I mean it was just the most anti-semitic nonsense garbage ever and so the CEO of the ADL has some questions about the absolute state of a Harvard education right now here he is Tansen I want to play something that
2: poison out let me ask you a question uh let's say you're the president of Harvard University yeah. If you've looked at
3: what's happening at Harvard, there are students who have mind gathered. Mind-boggling. Mind-boggling, right? But students who are gathering yeah. uh, to support the Palestinians, to support Hamas, yeah. frankly. Very, yeah. very, very specifically to support Hamas and what's happening.
5: What is the role
3: of the president of a university, or frankly, the president of a company, when they have either students or employees or others who want to view and express that position, which, which I find, Disgraceful,
2: but I wonder. Well, I think there are what, a few what, things. What the answer is supposed so to be. look. The first thing that I would do if I was president of Harvard University, I would say we are clearly not educating students. For right. students to think that again, you know, mur- murder at scale is somehow legitimate. That occupation causes terror. I mean, there are no Israelis in Gaza, for goodness' sakes. It's a silly turn of phrase. But to your question, what would I do? Well, number one, I would say we need to revisit our entire core education, because they're clearly not teaching morals or values. That's number one. And then number two, the president of Harvard, like the president of UPenn, like the president of any of his institutions, needs to stand up and speak out and say, this is disgraceful and wrong. Students are entitled to their opinions, but I think their parents are paying For them to be educated and you are clearly not getting educated education if you think it's okay to equivocate in the face of there's plenty of faculty members at those demonstrations too
1: oh my god it's disgusting yeah and to think these these universities these same universities won't let ben shapiro or matt walsh on campus can you even believe that like this is what's happening so rethink where you're sending your kids to school and when he says we need to go back to the core education, this, this shit starts when they're in elementary school. Mm-hmm. It starts way back in K through 12. And we talk about that all the time here. So this is a Harvard. It's disgusting. These kids are anti-Semites. This is, I mean, these kids, I say kids, and they, they are, in essence, they're kids. These, I mean, I, I just cannot believe the hate that is on campus. And then they have the audacity. I mean, they have the absolute, I cannot believe that these are kids that are saying, I feel triggered by a Matt Walsh, or I feel triggered by a Candace.
0: And then they're spewing this hate. Thir- 30, did, did, did I hear that right? 30 groups? 30, 31 organizations, on-campus organizations, with some <laughs> faculty, as they just pointed out. It wasn't great. just students. It was faculty along for the ride, celebrating their great, glorious victory. And what is it? 80 grand. To
1: go something, around, oh I mean, I'm I messed at guesstimating what it is to go to Harvard now. 80 grand for
0: for the, like probably around that much to go to school there. It's disgusting. Well, and um, Jonathan was his name. Jonathan Greenblatt also had some stuff to say on Al Sharpton's show on MSNBC about MSNBC. Check this out.
2: thank you both for bringing this morning, Jonathan. Um, tell us, if you will, just what these last few days have have been like for you and. Why it's so important that you are appearing here today with the Reverend Sharp? Well, so I will be honest and maybe a little more vulnerable than I normally would be. These have been some of the hardest days of my adult life. I don't ever remember a moment like this. Um, I have family in Israel right now under siege and being deployed to the front lines. I have staff who can't locate their family. I have friends who are gone. Um, and I think Ambassador Danone put it well in a context that Americans can understand, 9-11, the evil that was perpetrated here, but the scale, Jonathan, the right comparison is Nagasaki. This was like an atomic bomb, and as 40,000 people were killed in Japan when they dropped that bomb in Nagasaki, so too were the hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of people who were killed in Israel. And so while I am sad and cope trying to cope. I'll be honest, I am angry. I am angry with the world that allowed the dehumanization of Israelis and sanitized the terrorism of Hamas. I must say, I love this show and I love this network, but I've got to ask who is writing the scripts? Hamas? The people who did this, they are not fighters, Jonathan. They are not militants, and I'm looking right at the camera. They are terrorists
1: good for yeah. him yeah good for him to say that honestly because it's true I mean the people who are out there listening to that they're not they they call them militants and like yeah. soldiers they're not freaking soldiers these people are lunatics I mean look at the imagery that's out there look at look at what you see look at the videos
0: they're taking babies yeah they're watch shooting. Ben's show and right. you'll see
1: they're shooting babies and children and they're taking, they're raping women. I mean, it's like
0: I, and old ladies. I mean, what the hell did these are? Those are not soldiers. My and husband, they got specific instructions. Like the Canadian um, press was told specifically by their superiors. Do not use the word terrorists. You gotta, you gotta soften the language. Oh my God. I mean, it's just gross. Yeah, it is gross. My husband is a ham friend. He's
1: a, like, he's an amateur radio operator and his, um, one of his friends is a Israeli that a ham operator that has a son um, who is in the IDF and he was killed. Mm. He's probably a little younger than our boy. And it's like so I mean, this is people are it's I mean, it just is unreal. Like the, you and everybody knows and most people know that the kids over there, they have to serve. The boys serve almost three years. The girls serve almost two years in the IDF. And so, you know, it's it's a lot different over there than it is here, obviously.
0: I Which is wish- why, to me, I don't understand why there's not more more gun ownership. I don't understand right. it. I will there, never understand it. I read yesterday,
1: though, that they are easing up on that, obviously, right now. Oh, because, really? Yes, because they want the citizenry to be armed more. Well,
0: it's about freaking time. Right. And this is the time now that everybody here should be. Like, if you're in a state oh, that gosh. is strongly supportive of 2A... Just be thankful for that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And get now's ammo. the time. I mean, I would imagine it's probably going to start getting hard to, to get. It's going to be harder and harder to get because people are probably like buying it like crazy. Yeah. People who already have guns. But you guys, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it for Democrats to push gun control now,
0: oh, that'd be a big mistake. Oh, my God. Huge mistake. Right. Yeah. Now. That would not be okay. That would not be okay. <laughs> So uh, this woman, too, is also uh, was on Jesse Waters last night to talk about the media response and just how despicable it's been. Here she is.
3: The U.S. media, MSNBC specifically, their postures always were trying to protect the downtrodden, protect the women and children. And then as women and children in the downtrodden are being slaughtered, their throats are slit, they're taken hostage. They're trying to both sides it. Why would they do that?
1: I have to be honest, the mental gymnastics that it takes to stand here and
0: side with Hamas, a terrorist organization, like I said, that just paraded themselves through the streets with the bodies of women who they had raped and murdered. I cannot understand it. I'm telling you, I don't know where it comes from. And the fact that people who say that they align with liberalism seem to think that these people share values with them. These people who, by the way, Jesse, want to see Americans like you and me murdered maybe a smidgen less than they want to see Israelis murdered. I cannot understand it, but our institutions have failed. Our media has failed. Our politicians have failed. And we ourselves as a society clearly have not learned from history and have failed. I hate how right she is. Yeah, I do too. Um, and that being said, there's, of course, the squad has been absolutely on the wrong side of this from day one. And so um, Representative Goldman, who we've played many clips of on the show because he's awful. He yeah. of, he, of course, as a Jew, was asked to explain um, the sentiments of his fellow Democrats. And so here's what he said.
4: I wonder um, What your response has been to some of the responses we've seen on the left, uh, including from some Democratic officials uh, that seem to almost even justify uh, these attacks as part of "quote unquote" resistance? Um, I'm sure you've seen them and know what I'm talking
5: about. Yeah, look. I, I have, and and an I think what a couple of things that we need to emphasize here. First of all, uh, this was a horrific terrorist attack by a terrorist organization uh, that committed brutal and atrocious war crimes against children, against raping women, elderly, indiscriminately killing killing innocent civilians. Uh, there's no both sides to what Hamas did. Uh, and secondly, we also need to recognize that right now, uh, we need to be firmly in Israel's corner, having suffered such a horrific genocidal attack in a country that was founded in the aftermath of one of the worst genocides ever, the Holocaust. And what we need to remember is that this is not about Israel versus Palestinians. This is about Hamas, a a terrorist organization dedicated to the eradication of Israel and all Jews it should not exist it should not be in power and like al qaeda and isis it needs to be eliminated and the palestinians deserve a robust government uh, for themselves that can be a partner in peace and security and prosperity and hamas is not that
1: yeah but didn't the people want hamas i mean they That's who the they one... chose right they chose
0: that So and there's speculation that the reason that they did it is because the messaging was the United States doesn't want Hamas, that all these people that we have been born and bred to hate, they don't want Hamas. And so Palestinians. Yeah. Palestinians were like, oh, okay, that sounds like our that sounds like our people then.
1: Right. So we'll do the opposite. We'll do the opposite of what Mm -hmm. the Americans want. Right. I mean, they chose it. So it's you know, you can't what are you going to do with that? You can't we can't force them to do something different than what they want. You get the government you deserve. Right. We got the government we deserved. Yeah. I I mean, (laughs) what I was. I mean, I
0: I wonder if Representative Goldman is saying that those kinds of things to the squad, to his colleagues. No. If he has the balls to actually get in their faces and say that he has tiny, (laughs) tiny, tiny mouse balls, mom he doesn't have ha- that guy doesn't have balls.
1: No, he's defending Hunter Biden. <laughs> That's know? true. He, that he doesn't true. have balls. That guy is like, you the, know, there are no balls there. And I don't understand how you can be a a Jew and a Democrat at this point. I just I can't wrap my brain around it. I don't. I don't understand.
0: Yeah, because it was Chuck Schumer tweeted something yesterday. Yeah, you know, that I ended up retweeting because I agreed with him. Right. And I was like. I can't believe I'm retweeting Chuck Schumer but here we are and I would just point to all those people in the streets Chuck Schumer and you need to know that they are your voters. Yeah. All the people celebrating vote for you. Now ask yourself why. Yeah. Because I don't think that that I think that's like a disconnect happening with a lot of Democrat politicians.
1: A massive disconnect. Like I don't it's like have you looked at your constituents cuz they're the ones supporting They're polls. celebrating. Yeah, they're celebrating Hamas. What WTF? I don't <laughs> exactly. I don't so I just hey Jews, are you are you paying attention? Why are you
0: Democrat? Explain to me why you're still Democrat. I don't makes no sense. It's never okay. made sense and it it makes even less sense now. Right? For sure. No sense. <laughs> uh you guys, I don't have my dogs with me on this trip and so I oh, now no. that I I know we were going to talk about rough greens today, and it makes me think, man, I got to check in with my boy who's at home taking care of the dogs to make sure that he is giving them the rough greens because they love it so much. When you sprinkle this green powder on top of your dog's dead, dry kibble, it literally brings the food to life with all of the nutrients, the minerals, the vitamins, the omega oils the probiotics, the digestive enzymes. It brings all of that stuff to their dead, dry dog food and gives them the boost that they need, just like we do. We need a multivitamin, well, so does your dog. And the great news for your dog is that it tastes great to them. They love this stuff. And that is by design because naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black knows his stuff. He's the founder of Rough Greens. And he has been working on perfecting this formula forever. And he cares more about making sure that dogs live their longest, bestest lives than almost anybody. So the great news too, is that you can try it for free. If you've got a dog and you still haven't tried Rough Greens, what are you doing? You can try it for free. You get a free jumpstart trial bag of Rough Greens when you go to roughchicks.com. That's R-U-F-F. Because do you see what they did there? (laughs) (laughs) Roughchicks.com. You will get that free jumpstart trial bag of rough greens. You're just going to cover the shipping cost, and that's it. But you're going to try it. Your dogs are going to try it, and they're going to be like, "Oh, damn!" And they're going to tell you, "Hey, mom, dad, I'm going to need this every day." Mm-hmm. And then yeah, you're going to want to. You don't subscribe. put it on there. They look at you like, "Where is it? Yeah, where is this, it? My meal is not complete." Mm-hmm. So roughchicks.com to get your free jumpstart trial bag. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, Okay, so speaking of celebrating in the streets, I could not believe my eyes when I saw the crowd uh, in Chicago. Just disgusting. You're going to see that in just a moment. The first clip that you're going to see is in an area of Chicago called Little Palestine. And you're just going to hear from one guy who's there who is just openly saying how torn he is about the situation check this out <laughs> oh i guess he was first place besides that i mean that's nando guys this is chicago
1: <laughs> everybody you're safe <laughs> i mean it's like it's fine don't worry we're all safe it's fine.
0: These are not terror cells that are hiding out in like mm-hmm. some remote area of the country. Right. These are people that are out in the streets. Yeah, they're not hiding it. Nobody's
1: hiding it anymore. And they're and I would imagine there's at least maybe one or two in that group that's like death to Israel, death to Americans. That's maybe all just, they're saying. Maybe, there was there yeah. was another one I'm where they sar- were literally saying, sarcastic. Yeah,
0: they were uh, literally saying gas the Jews, right. f the Jews. They were right. they, those were the chants. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, and then and then there the FBI is is targeting moms and dads at school board meetings. But then you see this and you're like, maybe you could like focus on these people. I don't know. A couple of them. It's just and perhaps some of these people just maybe came in. I don't know. Illegally, maybe. Oh, yeah just maybe like one or two, I don't know, just a thought. I just, I cannot with this. It's unbelievable. We are focusing on the wrong things. And it's like, and then we've got our, you know, the higher echelon of government, like targeting right-wingers for being terrorists. When we've got this, we've got people in our country saying death to Jews. Death to America
0: and celebrating a terrorist organization, like openly saying, "Yay! Look at all the killing that they did." Mm -hmm. I mean, it's completely bananas. Yeah, do you feel safe? Yeah, because you shouldn't. Like all the there's all kinds of intelligence analysis right now that's saying we are going to have terror attacks on our soil in waves over the next fourteen months. Mm -hmm. So right up until election, I just have your head on a swivel because things are yeah. Things I know. Freaking, I keep freaking weird I keep right telling now. my older
1: kids just stay out of really giant cities, like stay out of the really big cities, you know? Yeah. And somebody I saw somebody I don't know about it, like within the past 20, 25 minutes say you guys are falling for the propaganda. Okay, well, listen, I'd much rather be a little bit of an alarmist with this stuff and have my head on a swivel than not. Yeah. And if that makes me a weird tinfoil hat wear, so be it. Call me. What that. is the propaganda we're falling for? I don't know. I would very I much mean, like to know that. <laughs> not really sure what that individual meant by that. But if you if you if you think this is propaganda and you just want to stick your head right up your butt, you go on ahead. Have fun with that. Because I don't I don't <laughs> I don't see this as propaganda. I don't. I see it as being aware of your surroundings it's kind of like i mean i do that anyway on a daily basis just keep your head on a swivel know what's going on i think it's being responsible but if you when you see that many people screaming death to jews and and death to israel and death to america i feel like you should probably be aware of that as an american yeah (laughs) i mean Yeah, that's not being that's not being uh, somebody who is being susceptible to
0: propaganda. The propaganda is what's coming out of freaking Harvard from their 31 student organizations. That's the propaganda. Exactly. Um, Or it's like it's it's the mindset that you're about to hear from this guy that lives in little Palestine.
5: For me, it was kind of conflicting because, um, you know, I'm half Palestinian. my Mom's half American. So it was like a. It's conflicting for me because you have people in there and innocent bystanders. They'll be involved in it, but at the same time, it's it's like, you know, what other choice did they have?
1: They have no other choice but to rape women and and kill kids and old ladies. They have what no other choice. choice you do guys. they have? They don't have any other choice. You guys. Oh my god! There's no yeah. other choice. Oh my god! Than to you know, paratroop in and just start shooting people. They don't have a choice.
0: That's just. But right. I mean, it's just it's so scary that there are so many people that think that way. Mm-hmm. That's just really. Wow. Unreal. Kirby, John Kirby had himself an emotional moment on Jake Tapper's show yesterday. And so we're going to share that and discuss.
4: I mean, the images that we're seeing of of mm. children kidnapped, of, of young of young women who have been uh, abducted, who have blood in their pants because they've presumably been repeatedly raped. Uh, it's horrifying. I've, i there's been a lot of death and destruction in that region, but I've never seen anything like this. I,
3: uh, <clears throat> I, it, sorry. It's, it's very, <clears throat> excuse me, very difficult to look at these images, Jake, uh, it, it, and the, the, the human cost. And these are human beings. They're, Family members, their friends, their loved ones, cousins, brothers, sisters. Yeah, it's difficult. And I
4: apologize. Nothing to say sorry for.
3: I'm
1: sorry, but I don't see any tears there. Just like Merrick Garland. There are no How do they do that? I don't, they, they're freaking actors, these guys. I'm not buying what he's selling. He's not crying. If you cry, there are tears. These people are robots, Mock. <laughs> I'm I'm and, I'm and am, weird, am I wrong. Did you guys see it? Is is it me? Is it I'm sorry if I'm if I'm being not sensitive, but I can't see any tears there.
0: If like when my when I see my husband cry, there are tears. Am I wrong? That's how that, uh, that's how crying generally works. Yes. Is with the eye wetness. What is it with these dudes and the non-crying? And and to to have him react that way when his he is enacting or executing policy that is complicit it just makes me so mad you know what right. i mean it's like it's it's to, he's a phony this guy yeah i think he's a phony
1: and so he then he gets out there after instilling all of these policies that that brings on all of this stuff and he's like oh i'm i'm crying crocodile tears
0: that don't exist where are they <laughs> it doesn't i it it is a weird talent that the Democrat Party seems to have perfected this crying without eye wetness. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> oh amazing how they do it. It's so
1: freaking weird.
0: And then he was on with Martha McCallum, who pressed him about comments that this White House administration has said about the biggest, most threatening, most terrifying, scary thing in the world is not nuclear holocaust, but climate change. And amazingly, John Kirby is like, yep, still, still think that. Check this out. I, I, I want to play this soundbite for you that is just last month in Vietnam and ask you if this still holds
6: for the president. Watch.
4: The only existential threat humanity faces, even more frightening than a, than a nuclear war, is global warming going above 1.5 degrees in the next oh my God. 20, 10 years.
0: Oh even God. all the nuclear players in these two areas where we
1: are now engaged on, does the President stand by that comment?
3: Absolutely he does. Climate change is an existential threat. It could you know it actually threatens and is capable of wiping out all human life on earth uh, over time. I mean, that's I don't know how more existential we can get to that. But that doesn't mean that we walk away from our obligations, our national security interests in very dangerous parts of but the John, world. you mentioned he, he said it was
0: more frightening than a nuclear war. Is that it's more frightening than a nuclear war weather. in this moment? Weather is.
3: The president believes wholeheartedly that climate change is an existential threat to the, all of human life on the planet. That's just science. That's a fact, Martha. But it doesn't mean that we turn our back on the other challenges facing this country and our allies and partners around the world. We <laughs> <laughs>
1: These are these are not serious people. These no, are just they, they are, are not. not serious people. The weather is is scarier than what we're seeing. Over the past couple of days, the weather is scarier. You guys, (laughs) it is. It's the cold, the cold and the heat. It's scarier. What is even happening? Mm -hmm. (laughs) The Biden administration, Democrats are happening. Democrats are (laughs) happening.
0: Oh, my God. Liberalism
1: is a mental disorder. Yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. what
0: I, it's just like every day we bring all the proof you know what i, I mean just, of how whack it is and i right. just, and there's still so many of them and it's like <laughs> and you think like you, like 14 15 years ago when we started doing this i'm
1: like there's no way we could have stuff every day to talk about It's like, <laughs> oh my god it's like and then it became an hour and a half show every day yeah. and it's like and there, i'd like to talk about some more fun stuff we can't there's no time there's no time <laughs> Because these people are such idiots. It's true. The weather, the weather. The weather is more of a threat than what we've seen over the past couple of days. Tell that to the women being raped in
0: Israel, Kirby. Yeah. With your I'm sure they're really worried about it. With your non-tears, you schmuck. Oh yeah. God. Ask Israel right now if they're concerned about climate. The about the weather. My God. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Israel, let's hear from Bibi himself. So he's been very, very tough, as he's always been. um, And his response is firm and steadfast. And here was the statement that he made yesterday.
8: Israel is at war. We didn't want this war. It was forced upon us in the most brutal and savage way. But though Israel didn't start this war, Israel will finish it once the jewish people were stateless once the jewish people were defenseless no longer hamas will understand that by attacking us they've made a mistake of historic proportion we will exact a price that will be remembered by them and israel's other enemies for decades to come the savage attacks that hamas perpetrated against innocent israelis are mind-boggling slaughtering families in their homes massacring hundreds of young people at an outdoor festival, kidnapping scores of women, children and elderly, even Holocaust survivors. Hamas terrorists bound, burned and executed children. They are savages. Hamas is ISIS. And just as the forces of civilizations united to defeat ISIS, the forces of civilization must support Israel in defeating Hamas. I want to thank President Biden for his unequivocal support. I want to thank leaders across the world who are standing with Israel today. I want to thank the people and Congress of the United States of America. In fighting Hamas, Israel is not only fighting for its own people, it is fighting for every country that stands against barbarism. Israel will win this war. And when Israel wins, the entire civilized world wins.
0: Okay, there you have it. There you have it, baby, um, baby, mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. that buttery, silky, S- leadery, leadery very voice, leadery <laughs> voice. Right. Mm-hmm. He it's is. Just, he he is very nice to, to Biden. That somebody yeah. said
1: he's very nice to Biden. Yeah, he, he is. is. He's nice to all of the all of the American leaders. He's yeah. just always been very steadfast when it comes to America. He's just like, I don't care who's in charge. I'm just gonna like, I'm gonna play nice. That's yeah. how he. That's how he does. You know.
0: I hope he I hope there's still reason to thank Biden a week from now, two weeks from now, and that, you know, this administration doesn't turn its back on what's happening. Um, <clears throat> but what the right course forward is is i is there's a lot of questions about that. and we're going to get to what Tucker said. In just a few minutes, people are talking a lot about the central bank digital currency. This is something, for example, that Ron DeSantis has been like, "Nope, not happening under my watch." But it's a thing that is very much um, coming into play. This is all like World Economic Forum kind of stuff, where they want to have this. The G twenty they they're like all about it. They want to have they want to impose digital currencies so that you have a digital ID that you use to buy things with. This is the worst possible thing that could ever happen to America ever because then the government can literally track every single purchase that you make and like in some other countries they can deny your ability to 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 buy things if they want to if they don't want you buying a gun for example they can just deny your ability to access your own digital currency it's terrifying it's not a good thing the fact that the G20 is pushing it should really be making everybody's burr stand up. You know what I mean? And this is why, this is one other reason that Birch Gold is busier than ever right now because there are investments that you can make into gold or other precious metals and it is safe. It is a safe investment. This is the kind of stuff that makes people look towards precious metals. So if you're starting to hear about the CBDC, I mean, and definitely pay attention to it, Get your free information kit from Birch Gold so you can understand how they can help you deal with all kinds of government push on our currency and all of this stuff because it's terrifying how much power the government is trying to get over us, our money, all of it. You can just text the word CHICKS to 989898. That's how you're going to get your free information kit from Birch Gold. They make it so easy to understand. And there's no obligation. If you get the information and you don't want to do anything with it, that's fine. You'll just be more educated. That's it. That's literally the worst case scenario is that you're going to come away more educated. So text the word CHICKS to 989898 and get yourself some info. First of all, we have to play what Hillary said. I believe this was before this conflict started, if I'm not mistaken. But now that it has started, it's even that much more tone deaf. The fact that she's talking about re educating in any fashion is ridiculous of right. someone who was ever in a leadership position. And yet here she is.
6: Very strong partisans in both parties in the past, uh, and we had very bitter battles over all kinds of things, gun control and climate change and the economy and taxes. But there wasn't this little tale of extremism waving, you know, wagging the dog of the uh, Republican Party as it is today. Mm-hmm. And sadly, so many of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. And how-
1: something needs to happen, right? Yeah. Deprogramming? How deprogramming- very Nazi like a like a re-education camp is that what you're thinking hillary something like that yeah it's really the timing (sighs) man the timing of that not gonna that that's not gonna age well that Mm -mm. that comment Mm -mm. no -mm. she's the most unlikable hag on the planet right isn't she really truly oh god i mean like so incredibly horribly unlikable yeah God, just nobody
0: detestable. Likes She's yeah, a detestable she's person. Awful. I mean, how can Bill
1: even live with her? I mean, Bill's <laughs> unlikable, but you know, Bill is just like, God, I hate this woman.
0: I hate her. <laughs> you know? <sighs> Shelly, thank you. Shelly says they need to let BB do what, he need, what needs to be done, stay out of his way, and stop the ceasefire garbage. There can be no reasoning with or negotiations with terrorists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I think that Nikki Haley made her stance pretty clear about that um, yesterday or the day before when she was just like, finish this. And that was her message to to Bibi. Right. I would say, finish this. And so Tucker um, had very, very harsh words for Nikki Haley. Now, I want to preface this clip by saying I have only seen this clip. I have not yet had a chance to watch his entire show yep. to get the entire context. And I'd like and to, to hear, do that too. Yeah, and to hear what he thinks should be done. So I am missing that context. Just know that right out of the gate, um, and because we're missing it, it what we do see in this this clip that you're about to see feels really really harsh. Yeah, but so um, the so the the point is is we don't
1: know if he's offering. We don't know whether or not he offers a solution. He may. This may right. be it. He may just be expanding on what he's saying here. He may offer a solution in the entire clip. We don't know that, but it would be nice to see the whole thing before. Yeah, we and offer. we will. Yeah. We'll mm-hmm. we'll
0: look at that. It's just that we haven't had time to before this show. Right. So if anybody if anybody has seen the whole thing and, and has the full context, feel free to chime in. But this felt over the top to me and and like like um, it was crossing a line to me that I just thought was really like he's mean. He's really mean in this clip, Um, and not just about Nikki, but about um, Senator Graham as well, Dan Crenshaw.
9: He's, just listen. So there's a lot at stake in how we encourage Israel to respond to the horrifying Hamas attacks. Wisdom and long-term thinking are essential, but you will not be surprised to learn that is not what we are getting. Watch this person, for example, who happens to be the media's pick for president of the United States.
6: This is not just an attack on Israel. This is an attack on America
0: because they hate us just as much. And what we have to understand is. This is the reason that we have to unite around making sure our enemies do not hurt our friends. America can never be so arrogant to think we don't need friends, just like we needed them on 9-11. That's why Ukraine needs us when Russia's doing this. That's why Israel needs us when Hamas and Iran are doing this. And I'll say this to, to Prime Minister Netanyahu, finish them. Finish them. Hamas did this. You know Iran's behind it. Finish them. They should have hell to pay for what they've just
9: done. This was an attack on America, she says, when in fact it was not. And for that reason, we must, quote, finish Iran, a nation of nearly 90 million people. What are we watching here? This is not sober leadership. She's a child, and this is the tantrum of a child. Ignorant, cocksure, bloodthirsty. Yet no one in Washington scolded her for it. In fact, they aped her hysteria. Here's fellow neocon Lindsey Graham just spelling it out and calling for the bombing of Iran.
6: So I've been on the phone all day to the Mideast and I've told our allies and people with connections to Iran. What I would do, I would tell Iran that if Hezbollah attacks Israel, we're gonna come after you, the Iranians, and have a coordinated effort between the United States and Israel to put Iran out of the oil business by destroying their refineries. There are four major refineries in Iran, they're fixed targets. Uh, If Hezbollah attacks Israel, I would make Iran pay a heavy price.
9: What exactly would happen to the United States if we declared war on Iran and started blowing up their infrastructure? Lindsey Graham has no clue what would happen. He hasn't thought it through. He's almost 70 years old and he has no children. He doesn't care. But neither amazingly do most of his colleagues in Washington, they're as reckless as he is. Texas Congressman Dan Crenshaw took to social media to call for what he described as a war to end all wars as if there is such a thing. But of course there isn't such a thing. Wars beget more war. The bigger the conflict, the uglier and longer lasting the consequences. See World War 1 for details.
1: Okay, Yikes. so I know and like I I was reading some of the comments and somebody said that there wasn't a, a solution offered. It was just, you know, it was basically just commentary on what she said, and you know, and Lindsey Graham. So, um, you know, listen, I it was pretty harsh, and I agree with some of what he says. I mean, I don't like it when people are just quick to be like, "Oh my God, we need to get in this war," and "Oh my God, we need to like give more money to this this country when we don't have any money ourselves." And I do agree with a lot of those sentiments. I do. Um, at the same time, it, it if if this were being said like five years ago. I would be more apt to go, yes, I absolutely agree with this hundred percent, but we're so far gone now. Like, like the toothpaste is so far out of the tube when it comes to this stuff, because we have so many of these people and these cells in our country that I feel like it, I personally feel like in the, in the next, we're going to see a tax year in the next couple months. So how will Tucker feel? And I, I, right. if I had the chance to ask Tucker this question, I would ask him, how would you feel? If and if, ta- if one of these attacks were in your backyard,
0: would if, he not be bloodthirsty? Right. Would he not what feel would, that same sense of vengeance?
1: Right. What would happen if, you know, those paratroopers landed, <coughs> landed um, at a music festival that your daughter was at? One of your daughters was at. How would you feel?
5: Mm-hmm. Because
1: I, you know, I, I feel like that's coming to an America near us. Right. And it's it's I think that, you know, we think, well, it's over there today. And it's probably it probably isn't coming here very soon. I think it's sooner than we think. That's what I think. I mean, you guys may think differently and that's okay. But I feel like it's coming here very soon because we are weak as shit. And they know that (laughs) they know it. They can see it. Look at our leadership. It's
0: ridiculous. Well, and look at our
1: border. I mean, and our border is being allowed to happen. Right. It's wide open and they're here. And they've been waiting for years. I mean, look at the footage that we showed you of so many people that are already in our country and they hate us. So it's just a matter of time before it happens here. And then we'll see how he feels about that.
0: Right. I just that's what I'd say to that. And listen, maybe Lindsay Lindsay's going on a bit of a tear there, like saying bomb this and bomb this and bomb that. Iran needs to, at at a bare minimum, be isolated again. And so the fact that this administration constantly wants to appease and negotiate with and, you know, unfreeze money and like make nice with Iran is a huge problem. Now, there's some daylight between that and bombing all their oil refineries. So I get that, you know, Tucker might. Maybe he's saying that, but he's also being pretty. Over the top about Nikki's stance, which I thought was to finish Hamas. I don't know that she was saying finish Iran as an entire country. My take, and maybe I'm being too generous with her, was that she wants to finish Hamas. Hamas yeah, and everyone should want that. Right? <laughs> you know what right, I mean? Like right. everyone, I hear that shouldn't you. be an argument. Yeah. Um. I. i just warning everybody that you may be sickened by what you're about to see and not at all in the same way that you might be sickened when you watch horrible videos of what's happening in a war i regret to inform you (laughs) that hunter biden is not the only biden that likes naked selfies uh unfortunately it's joe's younger brother (laughs) frank as well frank who hilariously is 69 years old uh (laughs) It was just uncovered that he has a naked selfie that just showed up on a gay porn website. And I'm not sure which of the you know, paparazzi tabloid uh, folks showed him the picture. They approached Frank Biden and said, hey, is this you on this gay porn website? And he said, yes, that's a picture of me, but I did not put it on the gay porn website. Clearly, that's been hacked or whatever. And so believe him or not, it doesn't matter. That entire family is so gross. Yeah. But why are they like this? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) They are all so
1: disgusting. So gross. And Democrats will be like, oh, what? That's totally fine. That's perfectly fine. This is normal. This is normal. (laughs) And then the Trumps are pervy.
0: Well, and even beyond the fact that it's gross, which obviously it is now, there is a national security (sighs) threat. There, There is some worry that if his computer was, in fact, hacked, that now are that Joe Biden's vulnerable, that the entire Biden family is compromised, which, of course, they are because they are so useless at everything. And this is just another example. So now there's worry that, yeah, this might be a naked picture, but it also means that his entire computer and whatever is on it is compromised. And that puts the entire country at risk. Why would you do this? Seriously, I don't know. What if you are a
1: 69-year-old man and you're standing there in front of your freaking toilet in the bathroom naked, what possesses you to be like, you know what? I think I'll take a picture of myself. (laughs) Just put it out there (laughs) for the world. I think I'm going to do that. You are a freaking weirdo. Yeah. Seriously.
0: Like, reassess your whole life. Reassess. I think he's claiming that that was just a picture that was shared with his girlfriend. He's had oh some long time girlfriend. Don't even do it with your girlfriend. Yeah, don't. This is don't what happens. do it. Because then everything's it. in the cloud and nobody yeah. knows how the cloud works. And, and stop with the dick pics. Nobody wants that. No woman <laughs>
1: wants that. Okay, guys. Like we're just let's all just like establish that right now. We don't want them. We don't want pictures of your junk. We don't want that picture, especially in front of the toilet. Okay, not classy. Like just if if we want to see you naked, we'll see you naked in person. Okay, that and then we'll family. go. Like we'll just like we'll in person we'll go. We we'll take like a little <laughs> mental picture, and then we'll remember it, right, ladies? We'll remember it. We'll just right. file it away because we know what that looks like in person. Just stop with the pictures <laughs> of your
0: junk in front of <laughs> toilets. I cannot with these guys. Oh my God. Gross so nasty uh, the reason and i'm sorry to do that to everybody but if i had to see it y'all had to see it so yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> that's Thanks how this works Gross, <laughs> that family Ugh. the reason for my name today is because you you guys probably all remember that the rock and oprah put together a little fundraising uh foundation or some sort of effort f- one when the maui uh, wildfires happened And everybody almost universally was furious about the way that they went about asking for money. They basically set up a foundation and said, look, we're the brains behind this foundation. We're just not the money behind it. That's on y'all. We're just reaching out to everybody out there in TikTok land even to though send loaded? us your money, even though right. we're bajillionaires. Right. So obviously people did not respond well to that. And now, mm-hmm. I don't know what Oprah's doing, if she's apologized, but The Rock, and that's the reason for my name today, The Mock, The Rock uh, has released an apology video. And I think he sounds about as contrite as you can expect him to sound. Here he
7: is. The fund, uh, there was some backlash that came with launching the fund, and I want to address and acknowledge that backlash right now, and here's what I have to say about that. I get it, and I completely understand, and I could have been better, and next time I will be better, and I understand, you know, money ain't falling out of the sky, and it's not growing on trees, and there's a lot of people out there who's living paycheck to paycheck, and I get it, and I know what that's like. I've lived paycheck to paycheck. Seven bucks, I know. I know what that's like, and when you are living paycheck to paycheck, I don't want to speak for everybody, I'll speak for myself, but I feel it's connected. When you're living paycheck to paycheck, I was easily pissed off and I was frustrated. And the last thing you want to hear when you are living paycheck to paycheck is someone asking you for money, especially when the person asking you for money already has a lot of money. So I get it. I understand. I'd never launched a fund before, uh, but I'm a quick study. and. Lesson learned.
0: Okay, that's fine. I mean, whatever. (laughs) There it is. I mean, I just, there it is. So if you were wondering if that was still a thing, that's the latest on that particular thing. I mean, that's fine. (laughs) All right. Lastly, the, the announcement happened yesterday that we were all expecting, and that is that RFK Jr. did announce that, in fact, he will be running as an independent. I just have a tiny little piece of his actual announcement it's not a very good camera angle. There's like some some there's some barriers in the way, but you'll get the idea. And then I have some screenshots of some of the top. Somebody put together the top five quotes from his speech um, that you will see. So first, here he is, at least with the part, saying this is what's happening. The malls on the
3: street. And they remind me that this country is ready for a history making change. They're ready. They are ready to reclaim their freedom, their independence, and, I know, I saw that and, I thought, and that's why I'm here today. I'm here to declare myself an <laughs> independent <laughs> candidate. White
2: sheet is like driving
9: crazy.
0: Okay. so here is um, some, of the, some of the quotes that came out of his speech, which were very, very good. And so I thought that they were probably worth sharing. Um, and so I'll read these for people who might be listening and not watching. Number five, instead of two parties, we have a uniparty, a monster with two faces loudly bickering with itself as it lumbers over a cliff. And at the bottom of that cliff lies the destruction of our country, which I thought was very apropos. Mm -hmm. number four quote people suspect that the divisions are deliberately orchestrated and that getting us to hate each other is part of the scam and they're fed up with being fooled and they are ready to take back their power so again he had some very effective lines i gotta get my glasses (laughs) um number three let's see if i can get this barrier out of the way Uh, Americans are angry at being left out, left behind, swindled, cheated and belittled by a smug elite that has rigged the system in its favor. He's not wrong. Right. He's not wrong. He's speaking to everybody right now. Mm -mm. Uh, And then number two, this is the one that I really, really loved. He says, my sacrifice is nothing compared to the risk our founding fathers took when they signed the Declaration of Independence 247 years ago. Right over there. They knew that if their revolution failed, every last one of them would be hanged. They chose to place everything on the line. And when John Adams put his pen down after adding his signature to the declaration, he turned to those present and said, Sink or swim, live or die, survive or perish, from this day on, I am with my country. I make that same pledge today so that I can stand before you as every leader should, free of partisan allegiance and backroom deals, a servant only to my conscience, my creator, and you. Okay. I like that. I mean, that's cool. That was a good one. Mm -hmm. And then the number one, I am here to declare myself as independent candidate for president. And that's not all. I'm here to join all of you to make a new declaration of independence for our entire nation. We declare independence from the corporations that have hijacked our government. We declare independence from Wall Street, Big Tech, Big Pharma, Big Ag, the military contractors and their lobbyists. We declare independence from the mercenary media that fortifies corporate orthodoxies and urges us to hate our neighbors and fear our friends. We declare independence from the cynical elites who betray our hope and amplify our divisions. And finally... We declare independence from the two political parties and the corrupt interests that dominate them and the entire rigged system of rancor and rage, corruption and lies that has turned government officials into indentured servants of their corporate bosses. We declare our independence from these corrupting powers because they are incompatible with the inalienable rights of life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness that our original Declaration of Independence invoked in 1776. Everybody's like, don't fall for
1: it, Mark. He's still a Kennedy.
0: I mean, I know. And like his positions on climate change and two A mm-hmm. are like right. untenable. Right. right. I and mean, they're just right. But man, he is speaking to a lot of people who right. hate the top two candidates mm-hmm. and who hate the two political parties. I mean, I wish a Republican would say all
1: these things. Why yeah. can't a Republican say all these things? Because they're really they're conservative ideals. So I, this is what pisses me off. Why can't they hijack all of these things? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Because they're great. They're fantastic. These are awesome. All five of these things are great.
0: Well, a reason a lot of reason that Republicans can't say them is because a lot of what he's saying is against the two party system and they mm-hmm. are in it. They're that's right. In the what, thick that's of it. what I'm,
1: I know. It sucks. But I really wish that a conservative could go in there and say all of these things. So
0: there's that. So there's that. Now, how this will play in the election? Man, it is anybody's guess right uh-huh. now. Uh huh. So at least this will hopefully get him some security. He obviously needs security detail and Biden has ignored him on that. And maybe there's like some now there's new a new rule that he's legit and he's this is happening. And so right. he deserves P- security Listen, too.
1: People are saying, you know, if he supports abortion. He that I'm out because of it. But if you set the whole innate inalienable right of life to me, that should make you pro-lifer. So, I, OK, I just. This is the thing, like a lot of in those five points, you could you could shove a whole bunch of conservatism in there if you wanted to. I'm just saying a conservative (laughs) could do that,
0: but he's not. And this leads right into your whack.
1: Yeah, to my whack. So his family freaking hates him. You guys, I feel like if I like if I ran for president, my family would do the exact same thing (laughs) to me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that robert kennedy is doing to him if you guys ever <laughs> seriously they would be doing they'd be like we hate amy joe and <laughs> she should not be running for pre- so I, I i feel a little kindred like thing with him when it comes to this because they're like they're producing this big statement about how much they freaking hate him because my family would so do this to me <laughs> um they totally would you got to read it okay statement on robert f kennedy jr's announcement today The decision of our brother, Bobby, to run as a third-party candidate against Joe Biden is dangerous to our country. Bobby might share the same name as our father, but he does not share the same values, vision, or judgment. Today's announcement is deeply saddening for us. We denounce his candidacy and believe it to be perilous for our country. Rory Kennedy, Kerry Kennedy, Honorable Joseph P. Kennedy II, and Kathleen Kennedy Townsend. Yeah, they just they hate their brother. They hate him, which is like, seriously, though, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) I'm running anyway, bitches. So so I mean, I think it's kind of it's kind of funny. They hate him. Now, his family is people like this is uh, Rory. Rory reminds me of the guy from Napoleon Dynamite mixed with Laura Ingram a little bit. Like you fuse those two together, man. And that is what you get. They're such miserable people. These Kennedys. Kennedys are miserable people. They really are. And then there's like another one that said something about how, you know, well, Jesus never said anything about abortion in the Bible. Oh, for crying out. Loud. I mean, these are the these are Kennedys now. So <laughs> I oh would be God. like, I would totally leave that family too. They're all <laughs> a bunch of crazies, man. All of them. So, anyways, um, yeah, they hate him. They don't want him running. So they don't want anything to do with him. And he's basically like been cast exercise. out from the family that whole like notion of camelot and jfk and they just and but they want so badly to like hold on to it you know because if you i i went and i kind of went down the rabbit hole last night i was looking at a lot of their um their uh x pages i say i want to say twitter but it's the x pages and um man they just they want so badly to have that legacy mm-hmm. You know, and they love the name. They love it so much. And they love to live like in the past and have that whole legacy thing and the Camelot thing. But mm -mm, no, it's like, it's over. It's uh, completely over, you know? And Camelot was a farce, right? It was, it was orchestrated. It was all like a big um, house of cards, at least for me, I think it was,
0: you know? Yeah. So we're just gonna... Follow along as bystanders watching how this plays out, because I I have I cannot begin to predict. I think in light of everything that's
1: happened this past weekend, I think that also changes things a little bit. You know, last week I felt very strongly he was going to pull from both, but he hasn't maybe I'm wrong. Has he said anything about the stuff that's happened? Has he had, I'm sure he event? has, but I don't have, I
0: don't know and what he I said. I haven't really
1: seen much about anything that he said on what's happening in, um, in Israel. And I don't, I don't I don't know. So I, it, you know, a week or two ago, I would have said he's going to be a huge force. And I still think he is. He
0: could mix things up a bit.
1: He could mix things up. But now that all this stuff is happening, um, you know, with Israel, I I think a a conservative slash Republican candidate is going to be where people are going to be putting their eyes towards because they they want strong, forceful leadership, especially yeah. now. I think people are starting to freak out a little bit in more ways than one. It's not just about the Israel thing; it's about the economy and about the border and all sorts of things. But people just don't feel safe, right? And when they want safe, they look towards I think a conservative. So we'll see what happens
0: yeah it's gonna be very very interesting to watch all right everybody we will see you on
1: Thursday yes Thursday we're off tomorrow see you Thursday everybody have a fantastic day tomorrow and we will talk to you on Thursday. Bye. multiple illegal migrants who are breaking U.S. law, and I have the exclusive audio. For all this and more, subscribe to The Sarah Carter Show on your favorite podcast app.